Hi, Perceptive Readers. This is James Lynch, and I guess this will be a James Poetistry Consultant moment. I want to talk with you on a subject that it is actually one of those subjects that, you know, um, every time, and this has happened over the years, whether I was going to release a new book or something of that nature. Oh, yeah. Or I've, I've noticed it. All of a sudden, I get sent um, these different um, thoughts, okay, uh, you know, through, through the Internet and stuff like that. And the thing about it is, so, see, I would just look at the motive and the timing of why a person sends such things, and, and, you know. And, and what it is is this. Uh, let me explain, uh, explain myself. Have you ever heard the expression, okay, when, when they hit low, then I'll go ahead and, and go high. And now what I mean by that is this. You know, uh, the way that, no, you don't know. Well, I'm going to tell you, the way that I've done my um, business in times past, some of you will remember, I've always been big on, hey, this is, this is business side of things. And then there's a spiritual side of things. Some of you also know that, uh, often, if there was going to be some type of conflict or what have you between the two, you see, rather than get into a situation like Jesus had with the money changers in the temple, you see, uh, I would just go ahead and give a gift free or something. I usually tell stories about this person giving a gift free, this or that. Um, well, I'm one of them myself. OK, uh, just so that it would not be mingled or should I say really muddied where, uh, as Paul said, do not be on anybody, anything except but love, you see, except but love. So in order not to have a conflict and things of that nature at, at times, it'd be like, no, look, if, if you want it, look, go ahead, you can have it. And see, and I'm going to tell you something else about the, um, the, when Jesus threw the money changers uh, out, out the building. Uh, it was like one book reference called The Greatest Man Who Ever Lived. And this was something I, I said, boy, I'm, I'm glad I reread this because it was like, I actually forgot about this point. But then when I read it, it just brought in a whole, you know, a whole thought process of other things that were said about it as to just why Jesus was so mad at those, um, as he called them, cave or robbers. Because of the simple fact, remember, people were traveling from all over uh, to the temple to make, you know, sacrifices, sin sacrifices and things of that nature. And it just wasn't always, you know, the easiest thing in the world to have to go, you know, like, let's say, uh, bring the sacrifice. And remember, there was a certain way that it had to be prepared or offered at times. It was just a whole lot. And so those uh, money changers in the temple, remember, they had everything you need to get your sins free. <laughs> and so the point is, they were around supposedly to help the people. And yet... You know, when Jesus was on the earth, he was noticing, no, they were still charging an exorbitant amount of money, price gouging, if you will, that put even more of a hardship on these persons and their worship towards God. And see, 
you can see how it was. It wasn't like he was going around condemning just because they were around. It was once again what they were doing. Uh, and they ended up turning the temple into once again uh, a temple of merchants and, 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 and greed and thievery and things of that nature. You see what I'm saying? So the whole point is uh, th- that's part of the aspect of it. Now, oh, now let me get back to the subject of, of when I told you that it seems to want to come up and whenever I'm going to release something new, a new book or, or, or what have you. Uh, see, here's the thing. Uh, this is still business, okay? Uh, uh, when I release my books and doing things of that nature. On my website, you sort through the variety of topics and you will see that I talk about, you know, a large number of them that are from God's word, the Bible. Now, the subject that I told you so people like to bring up at times just actually to hurt people's feelings and to inflare, you see, uh, um, emotions and stuff happens to deal with homosexuality. And see, and the point is, I brought out uh, about just what the Bible says about it in First Corinthians chapter six, and in uh, in the book of Romans. Um, or oh, I have to look at the chapter, but see, that's that's the whole thing about it. I will bring up those uh, those scriptures. I may, in times past, read them, and then I will move on. You see, I will move on. Now, why do I do that? Because, I, because again, I told you the same type of people who may want to try to throw me in a category of if uh, he's scared to talk about this or that. No, I'm going to tell you of those persons. See, those are the ones that I told you again who have a tendency to go beyond what is written. And it's like, again, when they do preach, it's like, no, you're really trying to just hit somebody over the head. And the point is, you stated what God said. You told them. You told this person or that person what they're doing. See, that's what I'm just saying. Whether it's um, being a drunkard, whether it's being a fornicator, whether it's being an adulterer. You see what I'm saying? You told God exactly what it was. Now, now that the person knows, do you have to now... Uh, tie them down to a chair and hit them over the head with the Bible saying the same thing over and over again. Uh, no, you don't see. And that's the, that's the whole point uh, that these things that, you know, that I share with you, people are on a, a, a different road not a different road. Well, in the case, uh, in some cases it is different, road. different teachings that they've learned and, you know, you heard me mention many times before, there's a lot of knowledge out there that a lot of people have, you know, have actually uh, learned, engaged in and even became experts. And I'm telling you, some of this knowledge is so deep to use that expression. It's going to take some time of just giving these persons, you know, a, a little small cup of water. Or a, 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 a little small loaf of bread at first, or or some vegetables, or what have you. 
as they, you know, as they come along, as you still can um, elaborate more or teach more about even the more serious or deeper thoughts on just why God feel a certain way. You see what I'm saying? Um, and see it on top of this. Remember, even when people are doing uh, things that God doesn't approve of, as those examples I just gave you and mentioned, sometimes relationships are still established while they're in that state with different persons. And the bond that different people have, uh, you know, created, whether they created it through fornication, whether they created through uh, um, adultery. Yes, adultery, whether they created through homosexuality, uh, whether they uh, actually created it by being drinking buddies and things of that nature. You see what I'm saying? Uh, you end up seeing other scriptures that talks about your association how it can af- how it affects your habits and useful habits, and so let's say when a person get to the point where they're saying, you know, I just I want to dedicate my life to God, but I do know even though I love this person so much, if I just if I still stay around this person, all I'm going to do is just keep on backsliding. And so the point is, while these persons are going through all of this and stuff. You, you see, you just don't need somebody beating them on the head, uh, uh, trying to s- scare them into doing what God says. Because you know what? They've already seen enough scriptures to know what God said is going to happen still if persons don't want to live in the ethically, you see, uh, ethically upright and spiritually moral upright, you know, state in the new world, because uh, that's what, you know, causes problems in in society. You know, uh, it just I don't even have to go any further more on the subject. But see, that's what I I want want to share with you. For the most part, you know, my website, there's time. That's why I say ask questions. If you want to get specific or whatever, sometimes you can go to minds.com forward slash James for artistry. And, and ask me about that. Um, but no, make no mistake about it. There's, there's once again, no, uh, shame or anything, um, in, in what the Bible teaches. And the thing about it with the good news being preached throughout the whole earth, you see, people already know what God says. And, and, but it is at times whether people consider it right or wrong. But sometimes what what happens is the messenger can really mess up the message. And I'm not talking about the, just their own lifestyle with somebody, you know, considering them a hypocrite. No, I'm talking about literally walking around with the Bible, not really trying to help with the message, but really just going around wanting to condemn everybody. And see, and the and the and the whole point is again, from what I read from the scriptures, and you heard me say this before, God was when he was telling Paul, uh, or, you know, where Paul was talking about the type of matter he would judge would be the ones inside the congregation. But he was saying basically, I don't have nothing to do with judging the world outside. See, 
See? And so in the and the thing about it, yes, uh, when these persons they end up going to heaven and before God's day, you see uh the list and everything of what they are going to do at Armageddon, you see what I'm saying? That's a that, that's a different story. And then the different story begins again on the other side of Armageddon during the thousand years of judgment day. But right now, the time period that we live in, and I haven't heard anything change, and I don't see no scriptures that's going to say it is, God has given us the commission to preach, to teach, to pursue good, to align our lives, uh, you know, spiritually, uh, mentally, and physically. And, and like I said, nobody does it perfect, but we try. And, and see, I want to emphasize that. Pursue good as long as it depends upon you. This is scriptural. It says, be peaceable with all men. So being peaceable with all men doesn't mean you actually, like I said, plan out how you're going to hurt somebody, even the people who are not, once again, listening to God at this time or don't care nothing about God, you see? So, or, or struggling with, um, the life that they're living in this way or that way. Because if they choose to accept it, wonderful. If they don't, God still gave them free will. And how do people come to God again? Because Jesus said he ends up drawing them. And where does he draw them from? From still all these different backgrounds and even sins that God said, you know, you, you, you're not going to be able to do that in the new world or practice this in the new world or what have you. And plus, remember, and I said this with, with the utmost um, empathy and, and respect that there are some views, uh, 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 probably many for uh, uh, us in different ways right now, that the reason why we feel a certain way. The reason why we feel a certain way is because even at the point of conception, we already know people think about the many different, um, uh, uh, sometimes, uh, what do they call it? Uh, you know, where everything doesn't come out working right or you're missing things and stuff, malformities or, or things of that nature. And see, and I didn't really want to use that word because I don't want, but the whole point is, well, things not always a birth defect, you know, uh, things coming out the way that they supposed to come out in a physical way. You know, persons have said they just felt like, um, you know, their brain was not put in the right body that it was supposed to be put in. You, you see, so the point is, uh, uh, how do you not, you know, how do you not know that still because of the sin that has come upon us that, hey, we just think and feel a certain way sometimes because of really the effects of sin. And that's all I'm, go I'm going to say about that because sometimes I, I think about other ways to explain it, but if, if I, I told you that, it would get real, real out there. And so it's, it's for a coffee shop type of uh, conversation. But I just thought I'd share this uh, with you. People are people. People love. People also hurt in different ways and, and, and things of that nature. And the point is, 
I found with God's word, unless he, he told you to walk the street and start yelling, you're going to die or something, like, which he didn't do, you know, with the Christian congregation or what have you. See the way that Paul preached and things of that nature and the other uh, uh, apostles and other letters. And you could see, even though their letters was powerful, what were they saying in their letters? You can see that in general, the preaching work was one of peacefulness no matter what you were saying. So you were trying to be peaceful with your words seasoned with salt no matter what topic you were talking about. And the only time you had to get real stern was really with the hard-headed persons who were, it seemed like, you know, often um, were the ones who already got in that water. Don't get me started. So anyway... Have a very good day, perceptive readers, and I hope this makes sense. Take care. Developed, created, and owned by James Pro Artistry Productions.